Welcome to the Dub Webfest show. I'm Sebastian Stevenson. For this episode, I'm joined by Chester Travis, one of the writers, directors, and actors for How to Be Gay, a web series that is an internet tale of boy meets boy. Chester Travis is on Skype from Berlin. Chester, welcome to the show. I've given the tagline for the website, so maybe you could just tell me a bit more about the web series. The web series is about two men in different stages of their lives that meet on an internet dating site, howtobegay.co.uk. And it basically chronicles their lives up until the point of the date when they finally meet. And where did the idea come from exactly for this web series? <clears throat> well, uh, I was living with the other actor in the web series named Paul. He's also the co-director, co-writer in London. And he had a pretty bad breakup with a girl. I sort of edged him into the world of internet dating. And he had a pretty horrendous experience across the board. He ended up going on a, um, a date with a, a pregnant woman who wanted him to co-father the baby <laughs> on the first date. And anyway, it was just it just became so ridiculous that we decided to do something uh, about this experience and it became the web series. To channel it into a, a something, I suppose, productive, I guess. That's certainly a, a very uncomfortable introduction to internet dating, but I suppose why <laughs> did you go towards, um, I suppose, a, a gay twist, so to speak, if, if um, well, I suppose the other person you were living with and the other actor... Uh, wasn't gay was that was what was the particular reason for doing an lgbt series well we were um quite heavily influenced at the time by a british series called marion and jeff i don't know if you've heard of it it's um tell me about it it stars rob bryden and they were 10 minute episodes it's produced by steve coogan's production company baby cow and it was very very, very lo-fi it looked like it was sort of shot on sd there was a camera mounted on a taxi windscreen and the show was basically telling the story of this guy's life he had lost his wife to another man and, and she wouldn't let him see his kids but he was super optimistic and what you were seeing was snippets of the story he was telling the viewer to the camera in between picking up uh, passengers so you never saw anything but him for 10 episodes at 10 minutes each and this incredible tapestry was woven of you know myriad of characters and the real emotional depth to it and it was just incredible and it was all just through his raconteuring uh it was so brilliant that we were like let's make something that has a very very limited cast and it became so limited we decided that it was just going to be the two of us and so the idea of a uh, uh, involving this internet dating sort of theme basically became by default a gay internet dating website because it was going to be the only the two of us in it i met paul the other how to be gay at primary school actually we've known each other since i was six years old and as we grew up together we started doing a lot of creative things together we wrote a play called an evening with paul and chester which was the most ridiculous thing you can ever imagine we applied for funding and we managed to get funding and we didn't have a play at all and so we just booked a space this big uh hall in, in Christchurch in New Zealand. And uh, like looking back, it's so ridiculous. We, we booked it a couple of months in advance and then we didn't even think about it. We spent all our time making the posters and sc hand screen printing these like A0 size posters and using a lot of the budget to plaster them all around the city. They just said an evening with Paul and Chester and we didn't have a play at all. <laughs> and I guess uh, there's actually even... Um... Stefan it does that as well. I know that um, Stefan does a play and he now there was, in the case that he falls out with whoever he was working with, but maybe that was probably, was that in some way where that 
idea came from of a well it wasn't only based on that it was actually ripped directly from that play (laughs) Um, we we had this character in the play who was who was putting on scrabble the musical and it was just a really funny idea for us so we put it in how to be gay as well um yeah we ended up pulling this thing together in the last couple of weeks and we wrote a two-hour play two-hour two-man play on stage that just had these sort of three areas of the stage one was like a newsroom that was in a strange kind of meta way reporting on the status of the play as it was going then we had a chat show over the other side that would have numerous guests that were the different characters within the show and then we had a neutral space in the middle that were all the different characters and sort of short little I guess it was more kind of weaved together in a strange way. It was a very, very surreal thing. We had the, the theatre continually have power outages just to disrupt the play numerous times. It was very, very strange. Um, <laughs> and so we ended up moving to London together and we lived together for a long time and we wanted to do some stuff together. We made a few short films and things like that and then we eventually decided to do a web series. Going back to the web series, there's a a visual difference in sort of, I suppose, how one of the characters looks. and you, I wonder, was that uh, was that deliberate, or was that something? Was it something else that kind of happened out off camera, um, or was there kind of a disparity from when you were shooting? That um, I think it's Paul or Stefan uh, has a visual difference. So, you know, his hair is a bit different. I wonder, was there what was the reason behind that, or was there any reason? Um, well, one of the reasons is that I love uh, messing with Paul, and I was. <laughs> Pretty intent from the start that I wanted to shave his head, oh. <laughs> and uh, and he did not want this at all. And I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna shave shave it. We're gonna give you like a number two, or I can't remember what it was that we gave him, but we cut his hair incredibly short, and then we're gonna bleach it." Paul was like, "No, no, no. I've I've got to go to work. I've got to be seen in public." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, but it's 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 for art. You know, you've you've got to do it, Paul. You've just got to embrace this." Mm-hmm. And it took a lot of convincing. And eventually he agreed to it, and it was to horrendous effect, as you can see. He looks just ridiculous. But um, And I also ordered from the States these prosthetic teeth so that I could have braces in the first part of the series, and then I could have no braces in the second, Yeah. Uh, well, the last three episodes. But um, we wanted Paul to be a stereotype in the first few episodes because we wanted to show this character that was so desperate for attention and so so wanting to put himself out there and into television or whoever this documentary film crew was making the story. We wanted Paul to be giving them everything that they wanted. We wanted him to think that if he could play up to it and be this interesting character that they wanted him to be that you know, they were going to fawn over him and give him more screen time and things like that. But then as the series goes on, that facade kind of fades away and he becomes a much more, you know, regular version of himself. We actually get a little bit anxious about showing it at things like LGBT festivals because we always just show the first couple of episodes and we worry that people will think that we've just put the stereotype in Mm. for the sake of it whereas the fact is it's a, it was for a very deliberate reason and um and it it isn't who he is and it, and it does get shed yeah it's interesting a guy called karen turner actually from la 
who has made an incredible web series that is always in LGBT festivals and web festivals called Wallflowers. It's a really beautifully shot, beautifully written, beautifully directed web series. He curates this panel that goes around. We were actually recently in Dublin at the Gays Festival and I was with him when we were screening How to Be Gay. He actually picked up on How to Be Gay because he considers it to be a web series that challenges gay stereotypes, which was really kind of a, a sigh of relief. Mm. It's interesting because well, let's kind of suppose maybe talk about the other possible stereotype, the character you play. Well, I suppose call him a stereotype for now. What was the kind of origin behind him or was he sort of there to sort of be a counterbalance towards the more camp and sort of outwardly an attention-seeking um, gay stereotype? Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. We wanted two contrasting characters and the stereotype you might be referring to is kind of like a, a wet blanket, sort of soppy, soppy mama's boy sort of character. But we also felt that this was a character that had an arc and a growth where he became much more empowered and driven by the end of the series so we wanted to show these these two arcs that both moved away from those stereotypes in a um in a kind of fluid manner but yeah sometimes we do worry that that is not going to be apparent in the first half of the series so well uh, chester if you don't mind me asking are you actually gay yourself because i know you mentioned paul isn't he obviously he's married now or engaged yes yes i am not okay so it was something that never even came up at the the gays festival which was interesting but I suppose it's not really a question you just outwardly ask someone. No, but... <laughs> Unless you're you, of course. Uh, yeah, trying to do an interview. I suppose maybe when you were writing this, was there ever kind of a concern that maybe because you were not gay yourself that you might be sort of putting yourself for, up against kind of criticism that you couldn't really um, justifiably answer, if that makes any sense? Or I suppose being that's kind of a very cryptic way of saying, you know, because you weren't gay yourself, did you feel that you had no right to sort of write gay characters yeah well i mean um first of all i would say i definitely can i feel like i can justify it it's not something that i i worry about in in that bit because i'm happy and um and open to talk about it because we wrote it five uh or yeah no oh wow six years ago uh, seven years ago Wow, <laughs> we wrote it so long ago, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I was a lot younger than mm-hmm. I am now. I mean, it would be a completely different show if, if I had written it at my age. And when we're talking about uh, ownership and things like that, it is obviously a, a, a pretty big question. But for us, we made we were making something with such a pure heart. And, you know, we both grew up in such liberal families. It's like being gay just wasn't a thing that was ever stigmatized that when we set about making it, it never really occurred to us that we would be doing something that might have a political agenda. We were just making a story about, like a love story between two men. I can say that at the time, it it never even crossed my mind. Even when filming it, it didn't cross my mind. Even when editing it, it didn't cross my mind. And then it wasn't until the screening, I was like, oh, maybe I should have thought of about that or at least have a, a backlog of answers when people ask me about uh you know ownership so at the time we didn't think about that at all it didn't and there was something i guess so innocent about that process that it didn't occur to us okay but if i yeah I, I i suppose if i did it now i would be much more wary of that i suppose because we weren't setting out to make it a statement and we never felt like we were because we were making a a comedy we weren't even making fun of being 
gay. We were making fun of characters, but the story itself is just a pretty pure story about two guys falling in or out of love. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it. Sure. All right. Um, well, I guess then what are you working on at the minute? You've obviously alluded it to it earlier, but this is your chance now. Um, I have a, a web series that I've almost finished writing that fairly close to putting into production, which is about a man. It's, it's called Exit Terminal. It's a, about a man who discovers he has a few weeks to live. And uh, then sort of conversely to any of these stories that you've seen before where they set out to try and make amends with anyone they've ever wronged, he sets out to destroy the lives of everyone who's ever wronged him. And uh, before, while he still has time, but then halfway through the series, he discovers he's been misdiagnosed, and but the wheels are already in motion, and he has to live with these consequences that he's going to, you know, <laughs> set up. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the premise, and we're going to shoot it here in Berlin, and I've got a really great co-writer and uh, actor called. Chris Davies, who's Scottish, and he's got a hilarious accent, and the whole thing is it's quite exciting. Okay, and you have uh, well, you've come back from a rehearsals when we recorded this. Maybe you could just talk about that, if possible, or was that even the web series you were doing? Or they... No, they were, were in the process of recording an album. Yeah, just just all over the place with different projects. I'm off to New York in September to do some location scouting because I'm shooting a feature there next year. Oh, all right, very good. Which is actually also a it's a queer feature, so I'm sort of setting myself up as being uh, New Zealand's premier queer director. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I don't know how that happened, but it's happening. All right. Um, well, Chester Travis, co-creator of the web series How to Be Gay, thank you for joining us on this edition of the Dub Web Fest show. Follow us on SoundCloud and iTunes for the latest episodes as they come out. Keep up with the festival on Facebook and Twitter and the web series scene around the world. Search for Dub Web Fest. Check out DublinWebFest.com to find out how to submit your web series to the festival and more information about the festival happening this November. See you in two weeks. <laughs>